So, oh, yeah, the check-in. So, remember the time we got up there and they weren't ready, but they gave us cookies? And we are like, well, oh, this is not so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Oh, cookie. Yeah. To me, uh, Nightmare, the guy that he was up against, I, I, I just... From, wait, from WCWF? No. Sam's Barn? <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, let me know. Okay. Before you say who it is, I want to guess who it is. Okay. Cause I think it's pretty clear who it is. <laughs> yeah. It's your dad. Isn't yes. It? <laughs> it is my dad. <laughs> You're bacon. And your nays. And this is Bacon and Nays. Bacon and Nays. We're on camera. Hello, everybody in YouTube land. Jimmy, how's it going? Besides my head hurting. Why is your head hurting? Uh, well, I took a header straight into my window ledge last night. <laughs> Cleaning my room. Well, good job. <laughs> so you think you learned over the years when you're cleaning your room to be careful, because we everyone knows you don't like to stand up or do things. No. So um, next time, watch where your uh, head's at. I guess. Well, hopefully, there's not a next time, but there will be. So do we need to put up signs around your house <laughs> saying like? No, what I need to do is I need to just like, f like foam the walls yeah. everywhere so that i don't do that kind of thing again it might actually help for this uh podcasting thing and, if you did that yeah and the resale value would shoot up through the roof because oh those, totally because those soundproofing people pads love are soundproofing they're, they're stupid expensive too <laughs> like just go buy a carton of eggs and just start putting egg cartons on the wall just ask mike he's got them all over he does studio. but he got them he got them actually fairly cheap and i believe he got them uh through baconandays.com slash Amazon. <laughs> well, actually. if he did, that's awesome because baconandays.com slash Amazon is where everyone should shop so that they can uh, help us fund this uh, podcasting venture. It's very simple. Baconandays.com slash Amazon takes you to your normal Amazon page and they just shoot a couple of dollars towards our uh bank account towards tim pickerel's bank account <laughs> i say which yeah we need help with that folks because uh our rent is due our rent's due and uh, apparently nobody has thrown him any contributions for a while so we're gonna do that with the help of you our uh fellow listeners well our our dedicated listeners i should say yeah, you're going coming at me about yeah. Raiders, and look at you already goofing stuff up. You're uh, crazy. Listen, man, you're I, crazy. I get off of work, overnight work, and I come straight here, and it's regrettable some days. So, yeah, well, starting off on a positive note, <laughs> woo! Uh, I want to start off with some thank yous. A thank you. A thank you, first of all, to the aforementioned. Mr. Tim Pickerel, and or his lovely wife, Sarah Pickerel. Not really sure which one of them actually did it, but the Jimmy avatar, which has been added to all of our 
uh, iTunes, and uh, yeah, we'll get a little golf clap. It's been added to all of our iTunes and all of our, uh, you know, listener hub areas, baconaise.com. I told I told John, uh, I was like I was like John, dude, have you seen the new Bacon and A's logo? And he's like, why? I was like, I'm a pop figure. That's right. He definitely you look definitely legit like a pop, a, a Funko Pop. Yeah, it's awesome figure, and uh, we only have Tim and or Sarah to thank. So one of them will take credit or not. And that's fine by us. Uh, so thank you guys for doing that. Thank you guys for printing up some awesome shirts that I can't wait to get my hands on. Yes, the uh, Onyx Edge Studios black and white t-shirts. There are some extra, maybe not by the time this posts, but uh, you've seen me sport them on the uh, YouTubes before. <laughs> uh, they're very nice. Thank you, Sarah, for doing that. It's a love affair with her, though. She loves. Oh yeah, totally. That, I mean, that 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 whole screen printing thing. She just absolutely. She's all about it. There's, I mean, there's there's a time lapse video of her putting it together. Let's just be yeah. for real. I mean, which was a cool video. It was. It was awesome. Uh, next... I was I was gonna ask her if she knew that Tim was secretly recording her. Yeah. But then I noticed that she pulled it down. I was like, oh, so she put that camera up there. Yeah, she's kind I thought Tim was like keeping eyes on her. She's like, kind of a cuck for herself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, please don't ever say that word on this ever again. <laughs> all right, so next thank you. We're not millennial enough no, to not say at all. cuck. We're next uh, thank you. Uh, I'm going to tell a short little story here. Short story short, which is usually the opposite of what you do. Long story short. Yeah, we're going to get to that later. Uh, so short story short, I was, uh, I mentioned on Facebook the other day that I was missing my dad cause it's been a month since I was there last and, uh, in Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I basically put it out there that I can't afford to go and that's the only reason I can't go. So, uh, I was given a tip by my friend, our good friend, Jordan, that I should maybe do a GoFundMe. Which, uh, you know, I, I, I all, I don't really like to ask people for money, especially when like, if I'm really in a bind, I'll ask like my dad or my mom or something like that. You're not setting up a GoFundMe for a new Xbox. Like, let's just be for real here. This is like, this is like stuff that should be on GoFundMe, which is helping somebody when they're in need and not asking for a handout. Right. You know, there's a... There's a very big difference between the two. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I thought in the spirit of that, that it would be a good idea. So I posted a GoFundMe at about 11 p.m. when I start work or maybe 10.30 p.m. And within uh, eight or nine hours, I was com- I completely funded the uh, the trip to see George with my brother Stu. So... Thanks go out first of all, yeah by by two people and it's uh, three hundred dollars. Now now that we went over the fund, it's four hundred dollars, and it's thanks to two people, very good friends of mine. Uh, and I'm just gonna straight out name who they were because they put their names on the thing. Mrs. Debbie Hodges and 
Mr. Jordan Taylor. Uh, they are both really good friends of mine, and even if they weren't, I think that they would still do something like this for somebody who really needed it. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Debbie and Jordan. You guys are awesome, and I've already booked the hotel since the family uh, thing was full. I noticed that you posted that. Yeah, we, on you know, it's sort of a thing that's out of our control, and we just yeah. have to sort of like, you know, you just have to go with it. Yeah, and we, we can. It, it doesn't really matter. You're, I mean, no, because you ha- you you give them a, a suggested donation regardless, and it's. I want to say on weekends it's fifty dollars, so that's about the price you'd pay at a hotel, anyways. So, uh, and it all goes to good cause, yeah. regardless. So it, it goes for the the whole the the home. Yeah. So the hotel's pretty close. Um, you know, I'm I'm not that concerned about it. I still get to go. So, and uh, as I'm, long as you don't get that guy that won't let you in because you came like at eleven fifteen or whatever. When oh, they, when they yeah, shut yeah, the yeah. door at eleven or whatever that. Horse. Remember the time we went to Chicago and we got there. We got. I want to say we got there at like noon, and check in time is like usually around two p.m. for the for the nicer ones because they wanted to be nice for you. You know what I'm saying? Is that when we went to see Dream Theater? Yeah, we yeah. went to see Dream Theater in Chicago in 2011. God, and, that was uh, a terrible trip. <laughs> It was a great trip. I was so hungover from oh, well, the yeah, night you before. Puked on the way, I puked but... on the way up there. <laughs> I mean, I literally like You're slept. like, dude, you drive. I feel like shit right now. I'm like, okay. So I drive. We get on 55, maybe half an hour into the trip. And you just fucking puke. I wake up and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. It's going to happen. <laughs> and, you're, and I'm like, pull over. And we're on a, like an overpass, like yeah. one of those like cloverleaf. Yeah, exchanges yeah, yeah. and you're like dude i can't pull over and there goes the window down and i'm i'm hoping that it fucking went over the barrier and down yeah. to the highway below but it probably didn't it probably well, just... eventually i did pull over because you had to puke again yeah so that was a great no but besides the puking it was a good trip it was a good trip yeah you were the only one puking so <laughs> well uh, it was awful for me yeah it didn't you ruin my trip at all i yeah. thought it was pretty entertaining yeah and josh van ness also thought it was pretty entertaining oh yeah uh where was I? So, oh, yeah, the check-in. So, remember the time we got up there and they weren't ready, but they gave us cookies? And we are like, no, this is, it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. cookies. Yeah, so hopefully cookies. this place I'm going, America's Best, will not have cookies, <laughs> but free breakfast and Wi-Fi. So, uh, you should have stopped at, or you should have stayed at a La Quinta. Kenny loves them. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced La Quinta. <laughs> so uh as of the release of this podcast uh i will be on the road tomorrow so friday the 25th aka my 32nd birthday i will be on the road to omaha with my youngest brother Stu, and uh should be having a good old time thank you to debbie and jordan appreciate it L'chaim. Le, uh, <laughs> neither of us are Jewish. Yeah, why not? Nah, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, whenever, whenever, whenever Sam posted on Facebook or whatever, you know that he finally. Yeah. I, I wrote. I wrote Mazel Tov. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, whatever. Okay, so let's uh, do a previous episode wrap up. Okay. Sort of. I forgot a question. Okay. And uh, I'm just gonna throw it out. It out on here and hopefully he just responds to us 
that way. Yeah, why not? Hey, it's a good way to see if he listens. Yeah. Also, oh. par- yeah, because he gave a shit about not listening to his latest 18-minute song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I only just started interneting like less than a year ago, and he's giving me shit. Yeah, I mean, he you only had so much time to consume everything on the internet. <laughs> much less his 18-minute independent release. Uh. Uh, which I still didn't listen to, by the way. Sorry, Tomo. Uh <laughs> Uh, this this question is going to pair with a segment that's been recurring, and now it has a title. Oh. This segment is called White People Talking OJ. <laughs> uh, or talking I, I, about OJ. I, I, do, do you think that we'll ever get off the OJ talk? Like, I mean, as soon as he, A, dies, which in the aftermath of him dying, there's going to be some shit happening with OJ. So even after that, got some OJ stuff to talk about. Uh, but uh, to answer your question quickly, no, I don't think we're ever going to get out this OJ thing. I, there's just things that come up that remind me of OJ and things that happened to OJ. So the question I wanted to ask Thelmo... It's the juice, by the way. It is the juice. Uh, the question I wanted to ask Thelmo about was that when he got his probation... They uh, that's number three. They said uh, I I feel another one, but I'm holding back <laughs> for you. Uh, Never mind. Oh, that one was gross. Uh, oh, you forced it. You uh, shouldn't have. <laughs> anyway, right. back to the juice. The juice, in which, by the way, there there was some <laughs> juice, juice with that. Oh. oh, gross. I really need a drink right now. Um, you really should be more professional and not burp on. That's true. I should <laughs> on camera or on mic. Yeah. So, uh, the question I wanted to ask Thelma was that, uh, was about OJ and it, and OJ said that he was going to move to back to Florida. So I wanted to ask Thelma what, how he felt about OJ. God, I hope he buys an orange grove. I really do. Yeah. Oh my God. That would be, Shut up, boss. Oh, that was the thing I was going to mention to you on the way here is like now we we start the school season so when i drive down your street uh-huh. everyone gives me the eye like i have no idea what it is about me and my jeep but the parents that cuz it's 2017 parents don't let their kids stand at the bus stop alone anymore i i i want to say that there's actually a rule about that like i know when ryan was getting on the bus for like uh, kindergarten yeah there had to be in the bus well these are not kindergartners i know but the bus like dropped the kid off like literally at their drive every driveway yeah and there had to be somebody like at the door waiting like to let them in it's the pussification of america <sighs> anyway go on well the i mean that was kind of the end of that is that i get the stink eye from all your neighbors oh well you know what i wonder if they're the homeowners association <laughs> They know I'm coming to your house. And like, I found a letter. I found a letter from last year that said, uh, "It's funny. It's just they were they were threatening people last year with legal action, yeah. and I'm not in compliance. A year later, hell, I'm a year late on my subdivision dues because hashtag unemployment. But <laughs> you'll get there. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's just so funny how they like threaten. They're like, and we will have legal representation. You know, knocking at your door to pay your rent." fuck off rent's like, due i know it's due but like <laughs> okay so let's not get off topic again yeah thomo please answer us if you ever hear this and or watch this and thomo 
Do you think that he should buy an orange grove? Because I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's a great question. I mean, I just I think that would be awesome. Like, I also forgot to ask though what he thought of oranges, <laughs> uh, which just paired along with the whole Mexican conversation. Uh, uh, I think another question that I debated asking but decided not to, since we had already been mm-hmm. incredibly offensive throughout the episode. <laughs> I thought, uh, well, that's up for debate, but. I I thought about asking him whether or not he may have just mistaken them for Cubans. <laughs> well, because in it's Florida, true. no, it's true, it's true, and that's why I said it. I mean, yeah, brown gets labeled in as brown, and not all brown is the same. So let's just yeah. let's be for real. Uh, also, while we're on, well, should I not say brown? <laughs> is that offensive? Speaking of brown, OJ Simpson. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've heard on the radio this week that the judges that granted him his probation mm-hmm. were not allowed to factor in his previous conviction of beating his uh, ex-girlfriend wife. Well, you can't once you've once you've uh, that whole thing, that whole probation hearing is so fucked up. I don't know if you saw, but like they were wearing like one of the guys was wearing a jersey or not a jersey, but a a tie that of his former NFL team and the. The entire thing just fucking stunk a little bit. I don't really have like that strong of an as, opinion as, on the whole OJ as, thing. Here's but. my thing. Here's my thing. I classify like a tie of your former team as stupid as you showing up to like a formal event wearing like a Wiley Coyote tie. You're a judge. Like yeah. There's it, a higher standard than that. Exactly. Maybe not in maybe not in wherever Arizona or wherever he was. Nevada, that's where it was. Is that where the Yeah, cuz he got arrested for in Las Vegas for oh, that okay. shit. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. That's right. He did. It was at a casino. So yeah. um anyway, we're going to move on from uh, OJ now. <laughs> I got I got some other stuff prepared. You want like, me to just, just go seem into? Super obsessed about OJ. I'm not obsessed. I swear to God, I'm not obsessed with OJ. But things just come up, and it's 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 worth at least. I mean, talk- if we drive away, listeners, whatever. I don't care. I just feel like Thelmo deserved to answer these questions. <laughs> I think so too. I think so. Too. So on the docket, Thelmo specifically. This, I, I mean, this is really narrowing down our listeners of who we want to hear this. <laughs> Thomo, we want to know, A, what you think of OJ moving to your home state. Two, <laughs> All would, right. you buy, would you buy it over Orange Grove? Or what was that the question? Should he buy? Oh, should OJ buy an Orange Grove? Yeah. C, uh, how, uh, what was it? <laughs> oh, did you mistake Mexicans for Cubans? So those are our three questions. Those are that- three questions. Please get back to us. Thank you. Uh, when we're off mic, a lot of times, this is, we're moving on now. Yeah. When we're off mic beforehand, a lot of times, um, we talk a little bit about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week was the first week that we were finally able to match up before we got back on mic again, since this is the second time we recorded this week. Yeah. Uh, ROH was put on my uh, dubious method of watching TV. <laughs> I love, and uh, you you I, I actually the, have a totally legal and f- okay method of watching TV. You could TV. do the same thing. It's just unfortunately on Sunday night you would be at, on your way to work to watch it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, I have no way of recording TV, so... Yeah. Unless I set up my GoPro in front of the TV, which... That would be so janky, dude. Like, yeah. But uh, I have some things about the ROH programming that I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, we take a swig of tea for the working man. Too late in the day for coffee? It sure is. Even though... But this does have caffeine I was going to say... <laughs> this is way more refreshing... Totally. After work than, yeah. than a uh, than a super hot. Plus, cup you're of you're one of the few people I know that can actually drink unsweet tea like I can. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's I I normally just drink water, but that, if I too. if I'm gonna drink something besides water, it's unsweet tea. So anyway, ROH Ring of Honor, you can watch it on your local. Uh, what what is it here? What is it? Is it thirty three? It's thirty dash three. It's charge. Charge? That's the name of the television right. channel is Charge. I thought it was on, uh, what was it, Channel... I think it's moved around a little bit. It, has it moved used to be around. on Channel it, 11. And, and, and the reason, and the, like I said, the only reason that I know this is because I happened to stumble across uh, randomly one night when I was flipping just through the channels right mm-hmm. before I was going to bed on a Sunday night, and it popped up, and I was like, what the fuck? So I went to ROH's website, and they were like, yeah, we've moved to the charge network. And I believe that's because more areas have the charge network. Right. So they're, they're able to try to cover more ground. Exactly. Which it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And ROH has been steadily gaining, uh, more steam. They kind of, and I don't, I will say this. I will say this. I absolutely hate their new logo. I don't like the, like the, like crossed circles. Well, that's not really new. I know, but but, like, I like old school. Yeah. The blocky, the old one was cool, but, uh, I don't know. It, it's as long as they're getting in a ton of households, that's what really matters. Yeah. So what I wanted to bring up was, um, let me see what I wrote down here. Oh, first of all, the first, the thing that always grabs me when I watch ROH, because I've watched it before. Do we have a burp count going? <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm being incredibly unprofessional this I week. I want you. To, I want you to actually in post on this video. I'm not going to do that. Oh, you fucking lazy <laughs> bastard! I'm not late, dude. I I bring all the content. Yeah. Besides so? what you bring later, which I have no idea what that is, <laughs> and uh, I I sync all the audio to the video. I we're this is not a pissing contest. We're moving on. Okay. <laughs> uh. First thing I notice is the incredibly cheaply cheap production of the uh, the uh, commercials. Oh, totally! I love them. I absolutely love it. <laughs> the commercials, I I'm in love with uh-huh. because they're hilarious. First of all, yep. Uh, I mean, let me see what they are. There's the knee and back brace commercial, which is on I think every commercial break, and uh, it has a really really. Uh, bad actor in it who gives you all the information <laughs> in one of the versions of the commercial it's uh one of the wrestlers the uh uh the guy that used to do the macho man gimmick what's uh, that guy's name i'm, I'm drawing a blank right yeah now he's well. awesome though uh jay lethal jay lethal yeah yes. that's it um and he give he does a wrestling promo but he's <laughs> he's talking about wearing knee and back brace which it totally all goes together <laughs> and it totally hits their 
market too, which is eighteen to fifties yeah. males, which because they're aiming first for off, first they're off, aiming for the far end of that. By the way, first off, first off, can you get a, a more broad spectrum? Yeah, but that's the that is the spectrum that wrestling audience that they want because that's well, like the. That for TV, that's the main audience. Well, didn't they say that like wrestling, especially for like sports entertainment, it it goes like it goes like children. Yeah, and then like there's this huge gap. Yeah, and that's the gap to, to where it's almost like even like even later than eighteen because they know that kids at eighteen are more worried about going out and getting laid mm-hmm. than watching wrestling. Honestly, oh yeah, I mean, well. Because me, I go through waves with wrestling. Like, I'll go in and out. I think a lot of people are like that, but the how it worked for me is I, yeah, I was a kid, I loved it, I was out. Then, Attitude Era hit. Yes. And yes. Uh, I was in my pubescent time, which, so that's... Which, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but real quick, um, during that during that whole Monday Night Wars thing, mm-hmm. were you more of a CW or a Dub F? Uh, WWF. Okay. Tried and true. Okay. I there was a time in about in around ninety eight where I was flipping back and forth though, but then it really steadily declined the WCW side. Like, when every when every single person on the WCW roster was a part of some NWO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just terrible. Uh, and everybody knows that, but, uh, what, what else? I think, uh, let me see. See the local, the local, uh, Oh, the prostate formula ads are, and that, that one has a really bad actor in it too. Well, Uh, see, see the funny thing for me is, is that like, I guess because I watched on syndicate, like syndication, I guess some of the commercials are different for different regions, you know? Yeah. Like the ones that we get in St. Louis, so you've got your you got your standard like. And I don't get to see these, by the way. I, I only see the ones that are like paired directly, right, coming like, out and in. Like we get, like we get, uh, like Ring of Honor, you know, standard promo. Like I'm Jay Lethal, and I'm the greatest wrestler in the world, wearing the greatest T-shirt in the world. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you'll see that about nine times, right. An episode, um, you'll see, uh, you'll see Cody. Like he's pimping his own stuff, and then all of a sudden he sees a Jay Lethal, which they really pimp Jay Lethal hard. Well, he was the champ. I, I know, but it's so weird because, like, there's that whole angle of him getting hit with the beer keg and gone off television, which forty something days, mm-hmm. like gone, like then all of a sudden he fucking comes back, and I'm like, God, like I hadn't seen him since Impact days, yeah. Like good impact days too, like not this. Oh yeah, he took a big dip. He took stuff. a real big dip, and then he got an ROH, and and now they're paired with New Japan sometimes. So yeah. he'll go. He's. I think I he think, did I the think, Tokyo Dome this I last think that's, year. I think that's another reason why I'm liking this Ring of Honor thing so much is that New Japan titles are being defended. Yep, Kushida on on you know just on standard television. Like you, anybody yep. can watch. I think that's awesome. It's it's kind of like how CMLL uh, at the beginning of Lucha Underground was like cross promoting. Mm-hmm. Their title, or maybe it was AAA. I can't remember. One of them is like a parent company. I can't remember. I, th- I think it's CMLL. But anyway, uh, like I think that's I think that's awesome. Now, yes, there are the big companies that, of course, they're not going to want to cross promote with another major company. But it's it's so cool to see these international stars 
coming in. Like, dude, that television title match that turned into like you know a tag team match at the yeah, end yeah, yeah. It was fucking amazing. Oh, it was great. It was Top so good. Yeah, they've uh, they've done really well, and they bring in, they're bringing in guys from overseas like uh, Marty Skrull. Uh, and I, I really couldn't be happier with how far ROH has come, especially production-wise. It's night and day. And Jim Ross kind of was, every time he would talk about ROH, he'd be like, guys, you're sponsored by a corporate company. It doesn't take much. Just update the lighting, for Christ's sake, you know? And then they did, because they listen, you know? And uh, when wrestling companies, like, all just the little stuff, you know? Like... All, all their matches used to be kind of like shoot matches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now they kind of run the spectrum. They don't just do one thing, you know? So that's good, too. That, and I and when I watch wrestling, yeah, I want to so see... Often, every so often you'll see, you know, the, the code of honor at the end of a match, yeah. you know, where they shake each other's hands and stuff. Yeah, you still see that. But, yes, they they've had to kind of evolve yeah like i want to see i want to when i watch wrestling i want to see multiple things i don't mm-hmm. just want to see shoot matches and that's it um and even new japan has been mixing up a little bit like most of their shit is shoot matches don't get me wrong because that's what the japanese style is but they uh really step it up across the board so and i think that has to do with the popularity of wrestling coming back and people talk about how ratings are down and blah blah blah. Well, but I, I when you when you look across the whole spectrum, ratings are up. So. I think it's honest, honestly, and Sam, Sam and I, we were talking about this, and I think the I think the big thing of it is is, and you and I, we hit on it a little bit. Yes, Ring of Honor is a corporate. You know, they're owned by a conglomerate, mm-hmm. but like it still has that indie feel. Totally. And and then they realize the importance of that. And so. yeah, and and that's and that's the thing like a lot of people that like indie wrestling like me, I I I I've tried getting back into WWE recently and I just can't do it. To me it just it's so like to me it just feels like and I know that's crazy to say but gimmicky. Well, it's cuz it's all gimmicky, but it's That's it's, why I'm saying like it's it, it seems it's so like, hard to get into cuz it's 50% fucking terrible. And then the other half, they hit it out of the ballpark. Well, but, yeah, when we but watched it just that, it just takes the dedication of sitting through all that bullshit. When we watched that European tournament, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, and that's, I mean, and like I, I said, sometimes they really do a really good job on stuff. And the same thing with the cruiserweight tournament, it was awesome, and it was very much the same kind of feeling as that as that European title tournament. But when you watch the regular product. It's not very good most of the time, but it, and that's, you know, what, what people should, what I, my advice to you is just try to put the, try to uh, not think about it as much as you tend to and just like accept it for what it is. And when you kind of just like sit back and be like, ah, yeah, that's just kind of what they do. It makes it more enjoyable. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess. Yeah. But. But, I'm but, also, but if it's total bullshit and not up your aisle, well, then is that's it, just is not going to be your thing. Cornette? So. I think it's Cornette that's come out on record and said that he hates like the Lucha Underground style because he said it's just glorified like spot after glorified spot, and like it's just a totally different thing than what he's into. It's it's a it's. Everybody likes their different mm-hmm. slice of pizza. You know I'll, what I'm saying? I'll go on record, and I I flat out have said it before. I think. Like, 
best wrestler around right now is Ricochet. That's me personally. He's really good. I think I just But you got to be into the spot style. But it's not even the spot style. It's that and it's it I take nothing against women's wrestling. I'm a I'm a huge fan of women's wrestling. Yeah. It's learn it's learning to sell what the other person is doing. And and even some of the guys they it just it's hard to like I'm sorry, Shawn Michaels was one of the best sellers of all time. Like right. he, he and, and makes you believe that what they're doing is real. That's and, the criticism of stuff like Lucha and and that is that they're not selling enough, but um that it's just a different style. It's it just not the same thing anymore. I, so I will say I will say that like yes, I do agree on certain things like like why does everybody need a super kick? Like I I just I I can't stand that. <laughs> I can't stand Well, it's a part of their gimmick. It's just it, that if you're talking about who you think you're talking about, uh, it's just their thing. That's part of their deal. You know, like okay, Bret Hart for instance. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart always got his shit in, and his shit is evident in every match you've ever seen of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. You got. He had a move set. Yeah. The Young Bucks have a move set. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they mix it up a little bit here and there, but they always get their shit in because they know what the fans are there to see. Well, yeah, it's you and know, if 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 uh, fans came to a show chanting "Young Bucks" and the Young Bucks didn't do the super kick thing and they didn't do the Meltzer driver and they didn't, dude, I'm not even I'm not even pointing out the Young Bucks. I'm pointing out like I feel like. Oh, a ton of people do the super kick. Everybody now, yeah. I feel like has- it's just a transitional move. Now it's be- it's beyond being a super kick. Yeah, but they just took it to the nth level. You know what I mean? Yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention from ROH before we get off of this mm-hmm. is uh, Colt Cabana mm-hmm. was, and that's them embracing the indie scene again. Yep. Uh, just in a different way. And uh, what was cool is he was the announcer this week, which he's not always. Not always. Uh, no. and and I think it had a lot to do with the other guys being overseas. Because uh, they were the announcers on a few New Japan shows, and maybe they head off this week or whatever. Uh, which, but what I think they should do is incorporate Colt on commentary more often because he was awesome at it. First of all, well, this Sunday, which and I, and I'm not even 100 sure how it's done, but I'm pretty sure they tape like three or four hours, like a, like yeah, an event, they do that. and then televise, you know, split it up. But like technically, like this week, I believe is the six man match that Colt's going to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean like he's got a- he's got his Tempura boys and yeah. then uh <laughs> Dalton Castle is going to have his boys. Yeah, I love that. And uh that that whole thing where uh where <laughs> he tossed to himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like cuz cuz basically what that means is in uh on the show he was announcing at the table and he's like we're going to go to Colt for an interview with Timber Boys, <laughs> then he's he's like, "Thanks, Colt." <laughs> Dude, <that was laughs> and he's he interviews two guys who are Japanese, <laughs> and they only speak Japanese the entire time. It's like I have no idea what these guys just said. That was probably a terrible. We're gonna go right back to you, Colt. And then he's like, "Thanks, Colt." <laughs> it's like that is like genius, yeah, and classic, like total classic comedic bit, and he nailed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would love to see him more on there, but. That made watching, like seeking out watching ROH, worth it, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and the matches were great. The, yeah, man, flip. Which Gordon, is the focus, of course. Flip but, Gordon, yes, I get it. His gimmick is like, all this about guy flipping. Does lots of flips. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. But like, 
to me, uh, Nightmare, the guy that he was up against, I, I, I just... From, wait, from WCWF? No. Sam's Barn? No. Oh, man. <laughs> no. You got me all excited got, there for a second. I got y'all wet in the piss ants. <laughs> no, uh... I just I there's if there's one gimmick that I think that it really truly has been overdone is it's the giant that no sells like yeah oh I just I can't like but why Jimmy he's gigantic <laughs> he's supposed to be super strengthy yeah also and just also, beat up everyone it was also it was like a little weird to see a sit down power or a sit down choke slam yeah. from the top rope but I was like thinking I was like that has got to like like. A big dude like that, anything off the middle turnbuckle is going to jar them way more than anybody else. Uh, and like you could tell in midair, he didn't know if he wanted to land on his knees or his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and like the last minute, his fucking long ass legs go. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm not super knowledgeable in the di- the uh, mechanics of wrestling, really. Like as far as what hurts more than other stuff, but I do know this that if that uh if you talk to an old school wrestler who ha- is feeling the pains of his, of Taking wrestling bumps for years yeah, and years they will tell you if you're a young wrestler do not do those off the turnbuckle bumps for very long because you will feel that you know what i'm saying and uh and not that Mick Foley did a lot of well, off the turnbuckle jumps but i'm i'm saying like from from the uh, from the side of the ropes, what do you call that? The fucking ledge, the outside of the rope. The the well, it's the edge of the ring. I can't. Right? Yeah, from the edge of the ring, outside onto the floor, he would do an elbow drop. That was one of his signature things. That guy can barely walk now because of shit like that. Well, just think about this. Because he did that in every match. Think about this, and this is this is crazy. I bit my fucking tongue. <laughs> This is crazy. I bit my fucking inside of my cheek that on the sucks. last one. I just bit my tongue on this one. Uh, <laughs> Good job. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, jaw jabbing here. Yeah. No, but uh, think about Diesel, okay? Yeah. His jackknife powerbomb, like he's a tall dude, right? Mm-hmm. Just think about it. He's literally picking you up and just letting you go from the top rope. Like So right. every time someone would get jackknifed, First off, that is a big fuck you move. Like he's gonna pick you up and not even finish the fucking power bomb. Like he just picks you up and like lets you go. I think it was HBK. I think that kind of botched it and like over like rolled out of it, know. And, like almost landed on his yeah. neck. But dude, I'm telling you, like yeah, that's a fall in the middle of a ring from the top rope. Yeah, but uh, you know the and one of the first bumps I learned is a back bump, which if. It, it, it done properly. It does spread out the, yeah. the shock, but they are falling on their back regardless. So, uh, at any rate, I thoroughly enjoyed ROH this week. We're not going to get to talk ROH every week because no. of the time it comes out and when we record. So plus, I, plus, it'll just depend on what day we record. Basically, it's not something we need to talk about all the time. I no, just... definitely. Uh, but if something comes up. We can certainly bring it up. There, there was some other wrestling stuff I wanted to mention, uh, and I don't, I don't know if you would have seen this stuff, but this guy Joey Janela about a year ago did a bump off the roof of a building, and uh, this guy, uh, fuck, what's that guy's name? I can't even think of his name right off the top of my head. But this guy, 
powerbound him off the top and in doing so broke his back <laughs> that not Joey Janela, but the, the guy powerbombing, uh, I think it was powerbomb. Uh, it was into the bed of a truck and the truck had barbed wire, fire, and light tubes in it. Was this a fucking CZW match? <laughs> yes, it was. Of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. But Joey Janela is gaining some steam, and that that clip kind of went viral. So maybe we'll take a look at that later, and I'll get your thoughts on it. Yeah, but, uh, you need to show me that clip. For sure. Definitely. And uh, there was another thing that I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, um, dude, the, cra- the craziest one of all time was was New Jack throwing a dude off of, like, it was like a 40-foot drop, and it was supposed to go through, like, you know, 20 tables. The guy was supposed to land on all these tables. Yeah. Well, I guess it was, like, the previous week before or whatever, he powerbombed him off of an elevated platform too hard, and he lost a lot of vision in his eye. Like, he, like, he, New Jack was fucked up from that. And his payback, he was supposed to just toss him off the top well, he overthrew him, and the guy, like, basically pulled, like, an Owen Hart. He, like, flew over the – he barely hit one table and, like, landed on the turnbuckle from, like, oh, 40 man. feet up, dude. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, New Jack is insane. He Well, yeah, he was kind of a – like, like he was way more than, like, working stiff. Like, he, he was, like, an asshole. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's many stories we could get into of New Jack being an asshole, and it's just the dude, the kind of dude he is. He's a gangster. <laughs> God, he is a gangster who became a wrestler, and that's a crazy combination. Yeah. Um, moving on, I know you had a couple of things you wanted to bring up, mm-hmm. which was the reason we came today. Mm-hmm. And I I had all this prepared stuff that led us to like forty five minutes of conversation, so <laughs> I guess it's going to be a full length episode. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, go. What What did you want to talk about? I think you said something about your dad. Dad news? news. Yeah, we got some dad news. I got That's some my dad favorite. news. That's um, my favorite. Okay, so we'll start. We'll start off with some dad news. Okay, so uh, I'm one of those people that is still on a phone plan with my parents. Yep. Um, I've had no need to get off of it. I've had, you know, especially with Wi-Fi at my house, like I never really go over my minutes or anything like that. Nothing wrong with being thrifty. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm going to do anything I can to save a doll hair. Let's just be for real. No problem with that. Um, but every so often, and it's never me because I'm if I'm on my phone, like at home, I'm on Wi-Fi, so I never really have a data problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, recently. Very early in the month, we get a text message from Verizon that says, you know, you have 10% of your data plan left. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to lead to some issues. <laughs> so, I, in my head, I'm immediately thinking, Ryan, he likes watching. He does. He, Ryan somehow got hooked into the Let's Play movement. So, he watches people play, like, Roblox and stuff online. Mm-hmm. And he's like, like he know, like every video, like he hits the like button, he hits the subscribe, like you know, it's crazy. Like he knows all that shit. He rates it everything because he likes this these videos. So in my head, I'm like, Ryan must be out and about watching video because video is gonna 
use more data. And your sister's on the plane as well. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, because they've got tablets. We've got tablets and phones and laptops and all So this has never been an issue before. It's really it's only been an issue one other time, and that was me because I was over podcasting, like like listening to podcasts while I was on the road all day. Oh, okay. So I mean that was like really the only other time that this has been an issue. Well, you gotta you gotta plan ahead for that, man. You download them before you leave, then you have them all. Sometimes up. I didn't have t- or wouldn't finish downloading. Oh, okay. So and, you're like, well, uh, one won't hurt. Exactly, and, and then, then fifteen won't hurt. Ex- exactly. <laughs> but, okay, so back to the story. So, uh, I'm like I said, I'm thinking, okay, Ryan's. You know, using the tablet a lot doesn't it doesn't matter. School's going to be back in session, so we won't have this issue again. My mom calls me and she goes, "Hey, um, did you get that text message from Verizon?" I said, "Yeah, I did." Um, uh, I I got I got talking to him. Your your phone bill's not going to change a month. Ours are all going to go up. And I was like, "Well, what do you mean?" She goes, "We're going to switch to the unlimited plan." And I'm like. How much, how many, like, how many videos is Ryan watching? <laughs> well, it wasn't Ryan. I was like, let me know. Okay, before you say who it is, I want to guess who it is. Okay. Because I think it's pretty clear who it is. <laughs> yeah. It's your dad. Isn't yes, it? <laughs> it is my dad. Now, uh, my, my father and I are somewhat kind of on a similar schedule. Right. My mom's a little butthurt right now. That she's the only one that doesn't work weekends. Mm-hmm. Amanda has a second job, so she picks up shifts on the weekends. I work weekends. My dad works weekends. <laughs> so she's alone at the house yeah. with the kids. You so should like, be like, hey, mom, get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so my dad, you know, being a plant worker on the weekends when a lot of the ship, like literally my dad works at a dock. He is a shipping and receiving guy. He's mm-hmm. like Jim across the street. Sure, yeah. Okay, he's a shipping and receiving guy. Well, apparently, one of the truck drivers on Sunday showed my dad a very neat way of curing boredom. Okay. My father, last Sunday, was introduced to YouTube. Okay, so, and to establish what year we're in... <laughs> It's 2017. 2017. YouTube has been around for a very long time at this point. Like high school. I don't remember exactly what year it was. It was it was around for like, I mean, before high school. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I'm not really sure. But when it, but we didn't have internet. Yeah. You know, out at my house, it took forever just to get dial up. I want to say Cedar right Hill. around high school is yeah. when it got put up. So like 2003, four ish. Maybe I don't. I, I was graduating high school. Okay, yeah. So oh three. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was around before that though. So you're so okay. So your but, dad is introduced to YouTube. Yes, and he, in in his lack of knowledge of said things, takes it upon himself to watch YouTube a lot while on the go. So. Like, while at work. Because my dad's at work and he can't use his work computer, you know, they have a firewall that prevents him from looking up things like YouTube. Sure, yeah. You know, to not lower, you know, work production. Right. (laughs) My dad, he's like, well, I've got one of these fan-dangled smartphones. Like, my dad makes fun of me that his phone is better than mine. And I'm like, cool, what do you use that for? You have a WWE app and you look up, uh, like... The weather. I like that your dad makes fun of you, by the way, too. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Like, that's... 
It's a str- you guys' relationship is strange. <laughs> totally. I mean, not that not that your parents making fun of you is like that crazy or anything, but uh, I just well, I answered- I love that your dad is such a character. Well, well, both my parents are because the other day my mom, I called my mom. I was at work. I called my mom, and my boss comes walking around the corner. I didn't know that he was there. And my mom answers the phone. She's like, "Hello." I'm like, "Bitch, better have my cheesecake." And she, <laughs> and she's like, "She's like, I didn't get to, I didn't get to go buy it." And I'm like, "Mama, you're breaking my heart." <laughs> and I hang up the phone, and he goes, "Did you just say to your mom, bitch, better have my cheesecake?" I was like, yeah, uh, my mom my mom was laughing when I said it. Of course, it. yeah. Because, like I said, that's just the way we are. But, but anyway. She's like, she's like, yeah, I better. You're right. <laughs> but anyway, so it's not even the best part of this story. Okay, okay? get to it. Long so, story long. My dad works a 10-hour shift on a Sunday. He spends nine of it on YouTube. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess at what kind of videos my dad was looking up? Because I guarantee you, you will not. Uh, well, based on recent conversations, I want to say it has something to do with the stereo that you guys were trying to put together. No. No? Okay. Uh, I have no idea. Let me know. Ventriloquism videos. What? What the fuck? I don't know. My mom said that my dad got caught in a con. Like he was so mesmerized by watching people teach you how to try and do like ventriloquism. Then he watched it for nine hours. Nine hours. And he almost put the data over on the plan because of this. Yes. Okay. So the the entire thing is ridiculous though because they mention YouTube on TV constantly. I know your dad watches a lot of TV. Yeah, but he doesn't like. My dad thinks of it as like, well, my dad thinks of it as the dumbification of America, and which yet, he's now taking part in. Very much. By the way, so nine hours on a higher level than almost anyone. <laughs> well, well, he's got he. You got to understand, he's got about twenty, well, fifteen years of catch up work. Yeah, to do. and he, I guess he's starting with <laughs> ventriloquism, which is the weirdest place he could possibly start. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone looking up ventriloquist videos. My couldn't even get it out when she was telling me this story. She was laughing, crying. Like, I could hear her, like, literally knee slapping. What She's the laughing hell? so hard. She's like, I couldn't even get mad at him because it was it was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, I would, if, if that, if I found out that is what he was looking up and I was involved in his plan, I would just be like, I, speechless, you know? Like, what do you even say to that? One, you just discovered YouTube, and two, you use that power <laughs> to look up ventriloquist dummy videos. I mean, it would make sense that my dad would look up like, like Trump speeches or like, you know, CNN stuff or like that. Just makes sense that like that's what my dad would look up because my dad's super into politics but doesn't get it. It's hilarious. Yeah, and yet. No, ventriloquism videos. <laughs> All right. Well, I, so thank you to the truck driver that introduced yes, my father. Wherever you are to today. Nine hours of ventriloquism. You didn't know what kind of fire you were playing with there. <laughs> oh. Dad news. Dad news, right? <laughs> my, I, here's the thing. It, we, we'll go weeks without dad news because my dad just does. Like my dad the other day called me and I'm, work, I'm at work mm-hmm. to tell me that he dropped off something so I could do some work around the house a tool and i answer the phone 
three minutes after he called because I was driving the forklift. I get off it. I'm like, hello. He's like, oh, now you decide to answer. I'm like, would you want me to answer the phone or when I'm on the forklift at work? And he's like, God damn it. Don't yell at me. Click. <laughs> so like, there's tons of stories like that, that I just, right. it's these gems where yeah, like, yeah. you got to really uh, wait for the gold. Yeah. And, uh, Cause yes, I, I definitely look forward to the next time something happens. Everybody knows any anybody that knows my family, they know that like they're that crazy. Like, I mean, they ain't like the wonderful whites of West Virginia, but like in comparison to most people's family, <laughs> right? My family is because well, hell, my mom she got mad at Amanda the other night because she went out with some friends, had two drinks, and got drunk. And I was like, "Why do you get mad at Amanda for getting drunk, mom?" She's like, "She's got kids." I'm like, well, "Hold on a second. So I can be a belligerent, raging alcoholic for fucking ten years, and you don't say a goddamn word about it." But Amanda <laughs> but goes Amanda has, Amanda two has drinks, kids. <laughs> two drinks with her friends because Amanda never drinks. She's like, "Yeah, it's ridiculous." I'm like, mom, your logic makes you're literally saying that her life means more than mine, that you don't care if I'm slowly killing myself. And also she's making you cheesecake all the time, (laughs) which is not helping things. She never makes a cheesecake. I just, I have a weird request for cheesecake and I'm not, I'm by myself. I'm not going to eat a whole cheesecake. So why not like give me a couple slices and then you guys keep the rest. Hello. Hello. Next time she makes cheesecake, just save some for me and we'll eat it on the podcast okay. together. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, the final thing that I wanted to bring up. Sure. Uh, this is really awesome. Uh, I've never been one to, I, I, I would consider this a paying it forward and like the holy shit, I can't believe this just happened to me because like I did this. Mm-hmm. I've, I've told you the story before that like, when I wake up, I don't fully wake up sometimes for hours. Like all of a sudden it just clicks that like I've been doing mundane, like trivial things for like an hour, like cleaning up around the house and I'm not registering it. I like all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, now I'm awake. Maybe I should drink coffee. I don't know. To help myself wake up and get alert really Mm -hmm. quick in the morning. But because I've been taking this medication, which yes, I should have been done taking it, but the steroid hurt my stomach. So instead of taking the three a day like I was supposed to, I took like one and a half a day because it was like hurting my stomach to take it. So I'm still taking this medication. You have to eat while you're on this medicine. So I went into a QT and I got a sandwich and a drink, right? So that I could take medicine. Mm-hmm. Should have amassed to a whopping like $2.50. The lady asked me something and I said, yes, this is it. And I looked at my receipt when I left, and it was like $12. All right. Well, that's wrong. And I was like, I think she might have asked like if I had gas outside. Oh, is oh what, no. Is, is what I'm thinking. So I paid for someone's gas. That's like that's just in my head. I'm like, eh, fuck it, whatever. Like they, they clearly couldn't afford a full yeah, tank of gas. But that's so, funny because you're just not even paying attention. I just or... didn't think twice about it. I'm just like, like I guess in my head I was like, it just should be two dollars and fifty cents. But there was a one in front of it, and I didn't. I, like I said, I whatever. Ten dollars. It's okay. To me, and like I said, I was like, you know what? Like I rationalized this. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go back and get my money back. But then I was like, you know what? If someone like is is having a hard time and all they can put is ten dollars in their gas tank, mm-hmm. 
fuck it, whatever. I'm uh, whatever. You know, I don't have a whole lot of money, but whatever. So later that day while I'm at work, this guy comes in and long story short, which, and I will make this short, (laughs) um, we helped him out big time, big time. And this guy is a very rich, very rich person in the area. He's Mm -hmm. a very famous mechanic. A lot of people know him. And as, as helping this guy out, he threw 20 bucks on the counter and said, thanks guys. Have a nice day. My store manager looked at me and he goes, that's you. I'm like, can we take tips? He's like, I mean, we're not supposed to, but I mean, quote unquote, but yeah, go for it. It's like, that's all you, you helped him out. You earned it. Go for it. Melissa later in the day, I was like, I got a tip from someone at work today. Holy shit. And in my head, I'm like, that's, you know, that's me. I did something nice for someone. Someone else is doing something nice for me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, man, maybe there is something to this paying it forward shit. Totally. Melissa was like, you should put that on a scratcher. I bet that's lucky. (laughs) Yeah. I went to Schnooks and bought a $20 scratcher. Okay. And won $100. Hell yeah, dude. There you go. I'm, you know, that that actually kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Too, that, just, that right there is my like that hundred bucks that I won mm-hmm. is my grocery bill now. Yeah, like I'm I'm being able to buy groceries for two weeks. You're the kind of person that should win a hundred dollars on a ticket instead of the person that pays twenty dollars every single time they go to the grocery store. You know what I mean? Like that's what they, I'm saying. They can't I never, stop. I never. Yes, I buy scratchers like once or twice a yeah, year. Yeah, I don't do scratchers. I do Powerball though. I enjoy them. And I, it goes back. I actually, as soon as I scratched it, I was like, "Thank you, Aunt, or thank you, Grandma Pat." Like my grandma yeah. was a huge scratch off person. All of her winnings that she would get from scratchers would go in a tin, and then like a couple times a year, she would go to like the boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. But what I was gonna say is, I think that 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 kind of thing, like paying forward or like putting out good vibes in the world, and then shit comes back to you naturally. Mm-hmm. Like I think that is kind of what happened with the GoFundMe thing too is like I do spend a lot of time, you know, I I put myself out there in a good way and don't just mope about shit or don't just like I focus on as much good shit as I can and put that out there and be like, I like this, you guys like this, you know? Which is kind of what we do with the podcast all the time. Uh-huh. It's like I like this stuff, you guys like this stuff, tell me what you think about it. Uh you do that enough, you put that positive shit out there enough, and naturally something will come back. You know what I mean? And what I did, I put myself out there as like, look, guys, I, I would like some help. It'd be awesome. Within a day, less than half a day, it came back to me. I'm like, thank you. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I view that as, and you can view it as whatever you want. Well, and I know a like, lot of, there's a lot of there's people. a lot of people that would say they're like, well, you know, you took twenty bucks and you gambled it away, like that's irresponsible. I don't think that's that irresponsible. You took a chance, and uh, that money, uh, well, what they say it goes to is schools. So you just kind of have to take your word for it that they do that. I. I, I, I have a feeling... I've never followed the paper trail, so I don't know for sure. It's There's there's little uh, bits and pieces that get earmarked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I believe. It, but I mean, yeah. I mean, first off... Positivity goes a long way is basically what I'm trying to first say. First off, I'm not I'm not a habitual, you know, gambler. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, 
I, I'm the type of person that like it's hard for me to control myself when I'm at a casino because I'm having so much fun. Yeah. Like Sarah one time, uh, I think it was for, I think it was for like Debbie, one of Debbie's birthdays. We were at the casino, and I lost. And Sarah was trying to find me. She couldn't find me. And all of a sudden, she literally caught me as I was putting my card into the ATM. She's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Give him more money." <laughs> Drunk off my ass. She's like, "Do you do you really have the money to gamble it away?" I was like, "Well, classic. Well, I mean, I know I'm gonna win, so it doesn't matter." <laughs> That's a wrong attitude. I know, to get it's to, totally you know. wrong attitude. But like, Ugh. it's awesome to like have a friend. Be, like, literally, she was like, she's like, "Look." Here's what we're going to do. And she took my card and like put it in her back pocket. Or yeah. She's like, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take you to the bar. I was like, bar? <laughs> she's like, yeah, exactly. And I'm That's gonna... where you really need <laughs> she's to like, go. She's like, I'm going to buy you a drink. And I'm like, drink? And she's like, you clearly don't need one, but you need it more than taking out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she's like, let me ask you, how much were you going to take out? I was like, only 150 <laughs> Like terrible that's an awful idea because what would have happened is i would have walked back to the roulette wheel probably put it on one color and been like fuck not good no i mean but like i said i do, i i realize that i have a little too much fun at those places sometimes mm-hmm. so i don't go yeah and uh and it's a it should be like a special occasion kind of thing and you set a limit before you go in absolutely a loss limit yeah and, and a majority of the time, and I think, especially going with you, like we'll play like penny slots and shit, and be and lose twenty bucks and be like, I had fun. Yeah. Call today. Yeah. Like, like my loss limit is usually a hundred, which is why I haven't been back in a long time. <laughs> uh, we should wrap it up though. I think. Yeah. Uh, let's do our ham and eggers. You ready for this? My ham and egger of the week is Jim Cornette. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, justification is that Jim Cornette has, uh, some old fashioned ideas about what is awesome about wrestling and what is fun in wrestling. And, uh, he is a real downer about it and really kind of, uh, should just enjoy what he enjoys and stop worrying about what other people enjoy. And that makes him my ham and nigger of the week. Okay. Uh, my ham and egger of the week is the truck driver that introduced my dad to YouTube. <laughs> that's a good. That's my ham and egger of the week. All right, then, no, you, no explanation needed on that. I really don't think long story long was enough for that. Like one. we said earlier, he played with fire <laughs> when he shouldn't have, and our family got burnt. <laughs> yeah, and now your house is in flames from used data. Uh, <laughs> your it's, family's it's, house. I'm sorry. It's just it's hilarious. Yeah. It. it, it I definitely look forward to the next dad news segment. Uh, And that'll do it for this week. I'm Naze. I'm Bacon. And this is Bacon and Naze. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. And scene.